It's the bottom of the ninth. The bases are loaded. It's a full count. The stadium is roaring. The excitement is in the air. This is what the dog days of summer are all about. Here's the pitch. It's going straight down the plate. And it's a hilarious new comedy series. Do you swing? You're f***ing right you do. Because it's a home run, baby. I am Vince Tedesco. Sitting in for Mr. Dean Young, who was away this week. And this week's episode, we talk a little bit of drugs, a little bit of sex, a little bit of baseball, but a lot of comedy. Sit back, relax, and this is another great edition of Inside Jokes. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to Sunday Night Radio. Yes, I am your host, producer Vince Tedesco. Dean is away this week. He's a little <coughs> under the weather. Uh, but no uh, no stress, no worries. I am here. Uh, what do you get when you kind of mix some classics together? A little bit of Bull Durham, a little bit of Moneyball, a little bit of The Hangover, a little bit of Bridesmaids. Uh, you get a hilarious new comedy series on uh, CBC's The Gem, or Gem, and it's called The Ninth. And uh, we have uh, two of the creators in the uh, in studio today. Please welcome to the panel here on Inside Jokes, Mr. Daniel A. M. Rosenberg and Mr. Michael Goldless. How are we, boys? Oh, great, man! Thank yeah, you. Doing great. Not Thanks for having us. I want to welcome you because I was uh, uh, tuned into the show and I've watched a couple episodes. Hilarious, definitely my type of comedy. But I want you guys to kind of describe it in your own words. Oh God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a show, a TV show. <laughs> Digital show. TV show that's on the yeah, internet. About a group of hard partying uh, losers on a baseball team that doesn't really care about baseball. That's what I love about it because it kind of, it's it's about a subject that rarely talks about that subject. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love how you guys kind of just kind of introduce each character. And it is a crazy cast of characters that you have. But the premise of the show, was this based on something? Childhood upbringings, uh, a poor little league coach that you had that you just kind of actually rip on? Yeah, well, we... Um we like going to watch the Toronto Maple Leafs, not the the good ones that play hockey, but the kind of uh, low level ones that play amateur baseball at a Christie Pitts. Yes, you can go there. You can open a beer, smoke a cigarette, and watch yeah, Sunday, the game. Sundays and Wednesdays. Wednesdays and summer. Sundays. Yeah. So me and Dan have gone to a couple of those games, and we just like they work so hard at playing baseball, and they all seem like hilarious characters. So that was like the origin of the show. Just like, oh, what is it like to be on this team? Because we assume that after every game they must go get yeah, super what, loaded. What would it be like to to be a fly in the the wall with those guys in the locker room with them in the bar afterwards only our team's co-ed and uh, a lot more edgy than they probably are well that's what i that's what i kind of found interesting because you guys tackle a lot of the social settings of today's day and age of what we're dealing with a lot of personalities that come into everyone's life and you're putting that all into a team dynamic and does it work does it not work is there inter-office mingling if you will uh your show kind of tackles a lot of barriers around that uh, let's discuss about that. Like, why do you want to make it? I mean, not why did you want to make a coin, but I mean, the doors open so many. I mean, there's so many doors that open for you from not only a writing standpoint, but from a comedy standpoint on where you can go with jokes on this. So, yeah. uh, I mean, some of the characters that you have, I mean, let's talk about that. I mean, from yeah, head I mean, coach a, right till uh, down. A baseball team, like a lot of teams, gives you an opportunity to bring some very different people together. 
right? They're not all there for the same thing. They, they got there different ways. Some want to win. Some don't care about winning. We have some family relationships. We have some um, good friendships, some people who actually care a bit about baseball. Some are there by accident. We have one character who's there who's hiding out. So, you know, it gives a chance to get very different people all with different, uh, you know, strategies and goals in life together and mix them up and shake them around and piss them off. Yeah, and, and if it's co-ed, you get more opportunity for people to sleep together. That's also like a really big, strong selling point. You know what well, I mean? Well, hey, the, the the nature of the show, you guys don't hold back at all because you you you're you're able to curse, you're able to talk, uh, t- tackle subject matter that doesn't really air on normal CBC. We're talking about a web series here. Oh, it's it's edgy. Yeah, they, they told us as CBC Gem, the executives were like, "Yeah, keep going with it, keep going far." They didn't want us to hold back. They want us to. Is it more envelope. sex, more drugs? They literally said more oh, sex. Okay, more well, drugs. let's give a big round of applause to CBC Gem on that. <laughs> yeah, that was great. This is my kind of comedy. You guys yeah. talk with some real hardcore issues, which I love. And, and it is a mix of a lot of those movie references that I kind of labeled off the beginning. But um, how much of a relief is it to do a Canadian series, a Canadian sports series, that isn't about hockey? Like, It's it's great. It's freeing. And, yeah. I mean, who doesn't, you know, it's hockey's a lot in the arena. You're pretty stuck in there. We get to be on a baseball field. We get to hang out in bars. We get to be hot summer nights on rooftops getting into trouble. So baseball is way more fun in the summer. But, but that's what I love about it because, I mean, the hockey reference comes the big eye roll. Okay, here we go, another one. But with the ninth, your show, baseball is very secondary. There's not that much of it shown on the field. It's more after the game or before the game or the interminglings of, uh, of the teammates together. And and that what brings out the true comedy of the show, I think. Yeah, he, baseball is really just a, a vehicle for us to, to explore these characters. Perfect. Yeah, and we, we start every show on the field, and then we instantly are off the field and into the after party, which is where the you know comedy gold is. Perfect, awesome. Uh, we have the creators of the ninth in studio, and we're going to talk to a little bit with the cast as well when we come back after the break. I am your host Vince Tedesco, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio AM six forty. Courtney Gilmore, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. That was like a weather girl. That's my Dean Young impression, by the way. Uh, he does that every week coming in from break. We are in the dark days of summer, and we have the cast of the ninth in studio. Let's give a big round of applause for them all in studio right now. Woo. On the panel this evening, we have Neil Crone. Hello there. Millie Hutton. Hi. 
And Daryl Hines as well, Dan. What's up? Here we are. And you guys play some very interesting characters on this show. Uh, we were talking with the creators earlier about this whole baseball dynamic and team kind of concept we have. And Neil, you kind of manage this band of misfits on the show. Yeah, I guess. I sort of I refer to myself as the grandfather of the team. He's <laughs> like, like a player coach. Uh, and in some ways, I think maybe kind of the heart of the team in, in terms of the emotion of the team. Uh, I, I love the Berg because he's got a... Uh, He's a very he's got a real soft spot in him, and usually at least once per episode, he's in tears <laughs> at some point in time. It's very emotional. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's a, he's a ball. He's a, he's a good guy to play, and mainly my uh, your character. You wanted to talk about a bit about her. Yeah. So um, she's also been on the team a uh, long time with Berg as uh, a co-ed team, correct? Yeah, yeah. Old, old friends probably worked together and yep. uh, got together in in this team. And Linda is. Uh, and a hardened ex-con who has um, reinvented herself is a kind of a spiritual guru who uh, takes no bullshit. Like the soul of the team. There you like go. The, like the, the, heart. the heart and the soul. So. Yeah. The heart and the soul. There the yin go. and the yang, there if you, you will. Go. Yeah. You guys go. kind of That's lead good. this uh, this crazy crew onto the field each and every day. Yeah, and, and I usually have his back when he uh, when he starts crying. I'll, I'll pull him back into... Uh, yeah. Into a bit more hard edge Jump there. around me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the loving uh, kind of relationship that you guys kind of kind of hold each other together, have each other's back on the show. Yeah, she, I mean, we're the confidants, I think. Uh, we're, we're, we're older than most of the, the, the team. Uh, and uh, so, we you know, we have, we have that, that going for each other. You know, we have, we have the same wavelength that way. So. Yeah, I don't think Linda's a particularly good player, but I think she knows every single rule of baseball inside out, back to front. And uh, she's probably the woman that you want to get the, the name of the horse in the horse race. You know, she's, <laughs> she's that woman. And Daryl, your yeah. character has a very interesting backstory. Yes. Uh, Sri Lankan-born uh, cricket player. Cricket player, yeah. He plays for India. Um, and he's. it starts off a little bit mysterious. You don't really know uh, what his deal is. He's just kind of this quiet guy on the team who reacts to everyone's insanity and then as the show unfolds you realize he has this secret that he he had to leave cricket because of uh steroid abuse as, as shows as shows in my body that's it. um <laughs> because i did a lot of working out for the show if we <laughs> were on camera right now, now stunning yeah so your character essentially is the newbie the rookie on the team yes. kind of getting used to the whole antics of how this north american baseball is kind of played out exactly me and uh a chip who are the two kind of new players to the team uh chip actually being a very experienced and good baseball player and cash kind of not caring about you know baseball in general he's just kind of doing this to keep his i guess fitness in line while he bides his time <laughs> to go back to play some cricket so in relation to who we all play on the show who we i'm not on the show but who you guys all play who is kind of the, kind of the closest to their personality who has to do the least work <laughs> essentially because this is a crazy cast of characters so we're trying to get into the mind of the actor and the comic right now to see like well how far of a stretch is this for me I think I, the Berg is doesn't feel like a huge reach for me because I, I I like him. He's he he's, he's kind of one to play. He's yeah, he's kind of old school. Like he he's all about the baseball. He 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 refers to the team as a family many many times. You know, and he's and with, with his pep talk every 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 episode. Uh, he's a good guy. He's flawed. Um, <laughs> what well, we all are flawed. Yeah, but but he he really does love his his team, his teammates, mm -hmm. his family. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what the to dramatic, say. The dramatic pause. I could get myself in trouble. Um, no, I love playing Linda. She's she's just a, a really fantastic um, 
combination of extremities, you know. But is she, it fun bringing up that tough of nails kind of character aspect? Oh, it's aspect? the best. It's the best. I loved shooting. There's one particular episode where I get to, you know, bring a full Melissa McCarthy and it was uh, <laughs> it was fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, well, those are those are the fun episodes. They don't come be, along that often. Yeah, I'm, I I don't think I'm I'm much like my character. I mean, the way I am like Cash is that I I do kind of sit back when I'm in you know social situations and kind of watch other people do their thing. But uh, being you know Sri Lankan born <laughs> cricket player is not very close to me. But you know he's he he's fun. He's a fun guy to play just because it's it's always good to to have the uh, the the kind of inside guy who who can sort of be the eyes of the audience seeing all these goofy people being goofy and and watching them and yeah. silently judging them. He observes them. a lot. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The wheels yeah. are always turning. There there are a few characters who are are the observers and and uh he's one of them and it's it's a lot of fun to watch all the fun play out. Well, I love the family that, that we're kind of setting. I also like the, the raunchy kind of vibe of the show as well. The one thing I love about all your characters is all the little interchangeable nicknames that you guys have for one another. Mm-hmm. We'll dive into that in a little bit more when we get back here on Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. This is Martha O'Neill, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on 640. Oh yeah, baby, Dino Young is off this week. I'm your producer, but host, Vince Tedesco, in for Inside Jokes here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Sitting with me, the wonderful cast of the CBC Gem series, The Ninth. Hello. All, in, all in studio right now. We have Neil, Maley, and Daryl all in studio. Uh, we were discussing a bit about your characters, how they all came to be and a bit developed. And the thing that I love about this type of comedy, I mean, you guys hold no bars within the writing of the show and the way it's all kind of portrayed out. Um, very Seinfeld-esque, very Always Sunny in Philadelphia-esque. Mm. People tend to love these characters because they see themselves in them they want to hang out with them these are the kind of people that you know they may have to like tell their other friends a bit about before they introduce like this is my friend <laughs> i just want to give you the heads up that they're kind of this way <laughs> um but getting into the show and and just the dynamic and, and the team dynamic of how you guys all came together as we said before with the break a lot of uh, break a lot of nicknames come up throughout the show uh, uh daryl yours is cash money cash money cash well it makes sense his name is cash fee so uh i think it kind of made sense because he also has a lot of money from his cricket playing days so he's uh one of the characters who doesn't have a nickname so he goes by no name uh his nickname is known his nickname is his no name uh kind of gives cash money when he finds out that he has a lot of money he gives him the nickname cash money uh, yeah, so that's uh, they all have their little um, handles that they go by. Yeah, Neil, I think yours is the Berg. The Berg <laughs> uh, from from Bergman, uh, the the actual full name. But the Berg, I don't know how the, the nickname the Berg came from. Because uh, it's Berg, but it's the Berg. The it's Berg. More, it's more like the iceberg. Like the, the Berg. Yeah. Hey man, that's what sunk the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because three quarters of me is below the surface. <laughs> make, make of that what you will. Very ominous presence you bring, Neil. Very ominous presence. And Maylene? Uh, Linda's nickname is Mystic. Mystic? Mystic, because of her... Uh, her brave attempts at summing She's loose up. with the advice. She's loose with the advice. Loose with the advice. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah we also have juice bars. And psychedelics. We have yes. Messy Jesse. Messy Jesse. Messy Jesse was another Andy, one, yeah. yeah. Sad Andy. And uh, uh, Chip. Uh, yeah, and Eclair. Eclair. Eclair, yeah. Eclair. So with with the the kind of varies of of actors that we have on the show and the, the age range essentially we go from yeah. the managers down to kind of the the young millennials coming up. How does that work? A on set and B. How do you translate that to within your characters? Because there's a lot of reference jokes that are for one part of an audience that may not get to the other part of an audience. I'm like, oh, I get that reference. I think that's the clever thing about it is that it it spans so many generations so many we're so uh, old dinosaurs yeah. too. so many generations Going from the paleo that, era <laughs> literally anyone can watch the show and get a reference i mean if you don't get a reference that the older folks will get there's something coming down the line that you will well understand. the one of the things i love about the show is that it's so quick the jokes come so fast i watched two episodes and halfway through th- two of them i was just like i went back to like what was that joke again i missed it because i was Laughing at the first one, I missed the second one. Yeah, you're, you know, when I read the script when uh, when I was auditioning for this, I you read comedy scripts, and to be honest, sometimes they're they're really not that funny. Um, there may be a, one joke in mm-hmm. the scene, and you're like, oh, okay, I see where we were going. But this one was line for line, funny, funny, funny. Yeah, I really and, loved it. Yeah, and uh, and what caught me about the the audition process when I went in is that it was all about the interplay. It's so much of it is about. Uh, the chemistry that you have with the person that you're performing with in the scene because the show is all dependent on the the chemistry of everyone in the yeah, room. Yeah, the creators put a lot of time into that. We all um, we all went in and did chemistry reads with at least, I think I, I worked with three or four guys and mm-hmm. I think we all read with multiple people mm-hmm. to, to see who... You know, who Which happens well rarely in auditions. Yeah, you, you usually go in alone. You say your lines. Right. A reader that's off camera. But you nailed it with chemistry because you're bringing chemistry of, of age demographics together, of culture yeah. demographics together, of essentially personality. Dem- like uh, you're playing a character from Sri Lanka yeah. and the outside world of coming to this kind of North American culture and then working with characters like Neil and Maylie. I mean, like everyone's kind of bringing in their own personality. When the cameras stop rolling, how true to form is that offset with the rest of the crew? Really good. Yeah, everybody gets along yeah. really well. We and we've worked in some. We shot the, uh, so much of that that first season in in this dingy, <laughs> dank, hot box of a basement where I, with our locker room set, mm-hmm. and it was a very difficult shoot because it was it was hot, it was dusty, it was dirty, and very cramped, and uh, just ripe for like dissension. But everybody had a ball. We got along really well, and uh, that comes and, from the top. The creators had a cool head, so it, when they when they're having a good time or at least you know not showing that they're having a bad time right okay <laughs> uh the, it it works its way down it it affects everyone so everyone was kind of like on on a good vibe with each other oh absolutely yeah, yeah. so and it, and it just it, a lot of it is is the chemistry reads the creators you know getting people together in in the audition room but a lot of it is is luck too so uh, we just lucked out getting a good group of people. Yeah, and we were sliding around in the mud, in the rain, yeah. uh, on the field the night oh, the we were shooting. The, the, the cold, and cold, rainy so, night. Yeah. yeah, it matters. It matters that you actually get along with people because those nights can be uh, painful. And that does, you you're right, that does trickle down from, from, from Daniel and Michael yeah. a, a lot because these guys are wonderful to work with on set. They're, they're very super positive guys. They come in the morning 
you know, uh, they bring everybody up. And even when things get stressful, they never lose it. You know, mm-hmm. and it's it's all about getting the done and everybody feeling good and looking after each other. And so that, that, that does it. That trickles down through the whole show. I think. Want to take a line from Bert? I mean, the creators have created one hell of a family here. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we'll be back with more from the night right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is Nikki Nazarala, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The Wiz Kids had won it, Bobby Thompson had done it, and Yogi read the comics all the while. Rock and roll was being born, marijuana we would scorn. So down on the corner, the national pastime went on trial. We're talking baseball. How sweet is that? We have the creators and cast of the show, the ninth, in studio. We have uh, Michael and uh, Michael and Daniel back on mic. Um, boys, your 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 cast just kind of gave you a. One hell of a solid kind of promo and, and just love for these characters you created. Yeah, yeah they said some was, really nice things. That was it might, super nice. It might be because we were standing like in the room. Yeah, but, <laughs> watching uh, them. You know. Literally three feet behind them. Yeah. But I mean, it's kind of nice to th- that, that, that what you kind of created is being embraced, loved, and just toot, toot, tooting along with all this, you know, kind of love and support for oh, the show. It was, yeah, it's amazing. And we, we, we feel that back at them. And they're absolutely right. Like we thought chemistry was going to be super important. And because it, it's an ensemble show, if the people don't have that timing with each other, then the show kind of has nothing. Because like they like the jokes and they say the script's funny, but the, they're funnier than the script. They all right. made it way funnier. So we knew that we were like we need really funny people to make the show great. They had great timing, and I think they were right. The chemistry was on and off screen, just really lovely, like, really sweet, great people to work with. That just elevated everything. They always made every joke a little bit funnier. They always just like they found moments that we didn't even know were there. It's right. really lovely to be able to give your work over like me and Dan write these things and we give them to people and they run with them it's amazing. well that's what I kind of wanted to tackle on in the writing of it all because as we said it was quick jokes are coming right after one another in the genesis of this all and putting the initial script together and the and the whole outline of the show were we thinking of certain character references or or or, or people we wanted to see play a certain role I like mean, in the audition process essentially in China pinpointing it down and who's the right bird to play this, you know like yeah um well Michael and I start with character development first so when we were thinking of the show we really spent a ton of time in development thinking about the characters really outlining them what they would be like and then from there it's it's about giving the our great casting directors at Lewis K casting giving right. them breakdowns of giving them like more information than than the average viewer would see like getting the whole deck of the whole show all these character outlines all this backstory stuff that people will never know or see right. and then say these are the important. kind of people we're looking for oh yeah. no it's so important and certain, like any and, and, and anyone listening out there young comedy writers young comedy directors uh, character development is one of the is the key thing in starting a, a series or building some sort of a family unit like yeah. this that you want them to grow into I mean these characters have so much potential to go so many places all because you're 
planting it in in the right sort of uh, soil and turf and giving it the the sunlight and water and love it needs to grow. Yeah, you don't write you don't try to write funny characters. You no. try to write real characters and put them in funny situations. So like we're, we're we very well said. Yes. We weren't trying to like a lot of these people's backstories. Nothing particularly funny. In fact, it's almost all tragedy. It's well, all like pretty divorce, sad. Yeah. And that's kind of like the, there's a different version of the show where it's just a sad show. Of right. But that's like I think like I always loved Cheers growing up and if you revisit Cheers like oh this is a show about alcoholics who are depressed. Much, yeah. Right. Like it's funny because they're witty and they have timing but it's not you know we're not trying to The jokes come out of the, the drama. The jokes come out of the, the, the drama and the reality and we, of it. So. You know with having nine cast and it being a, a real ensemble all the more uh, all the more importance put on making sure all the characters had their own voice and mm. you know if it was a show about two guys you could maybe you know get okay he's kind of like this and she's kind of like that but when there's nine very different people you got to make sure you have the voice of each character mm. now how much input do the actors have essentially on their characters enough to kind of improv make some lines their own kind of their input here and there how much how much leeway do you give them yeah I some mean, improv more than others yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, Neil rewrote every, but actually like only in the most perfect way possible like he um, he adds a lot of uh, like those back pocket well worn uh, things like Jim Dandy the word yes. Jim Dandy appears like we actually he said Jim Dandy in the audition and then it made its way into yeah, the next version of the script yeah, yeah. I was like oh Jim Dandy that's, yeah. that's the one that's gotta make it um, they improved it, in the, the perfect amount yes it like, was we had a, a very tight shooting schedule um so it didn't leave a lot of time for improv but in having worked together and all this audition time we were able to essentially audit um improv before the shoot so we got to feel everybody out get their characters and then when when things were cooking we would we would let the scenes run a little longer we'd try some different things out um and it was more that they would bring themselves to the character a little less of oh let's try this line more of like i'm gonna try it this way and take it this way and there's some great things that came out from that daryl I'll, I'll tell you as an actor who who does a lot of improvising um who comes from an improv background the times where i improvise the most is when the script doesn't isn't working as well okay uh, um and the script was already great so you know there was little there was very little need to improv besides you know little things to you know nuance your character a little bit but um you know the script was already so funny that it was unnecessary and that's in, right in, in, yeah, in, so thank exactly you, thank you. yes in the cinematography of the whole kind of series itself i mean it is a show about baseball but uh, as we said baseball is sort of the undertone of the whole series uh, and, and only is shown at the beginning of every episode correct that's right yeah the cold open in the show is the the last play of the game the ninth inning right and uh what happens in that Pun ninth inning yeah right. what happens in that ninth inning reverberates and sets the tone thematically for the rest of the episode and every episode is sort of a, a dark and dingy kind of tone like the it's the it's shot with very low lighting it's very it's a very prime time kind of feel yeah it's it's much more drama than comedy in the look and the, these characters it's it's in what they bring and their relationships and the antics they get up they get up to that the comedy comes out yeah, but, we wanted to feel sweaty, dirty, dingy. Like this isn't a nice. Well, you nailed it on that. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a nice bar. The locker rooms suck. The apartment's crappy. And yeah, you put a lot of time and energy into dinging, dingying it up as much as possible. And, and again, the team. Well, again, I mean, we haven't referenced this from the beginning, but I, I think it should be referenced. The team is called the Box Springs. Yeah, yeah. Based yeah. on, I guess, the store owner. Exactly. Of, of They're the, owned by a discount mattress store. Discount yeah. mattress store. The team owner's a discount mattress store. Hence yeah. the Box Springs. Yeah. yeah. And they play in the Ontario Southern. Uh, Southern Ontario Intercounty Baseball League. Soybel. Perfect. <laughs> Guys, we have more with the cast and crew from the 9th. Uh, please stay tuned for more inside jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
Hey, this is Giuseppe the MC, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Don't let anyone say that it's just a game. For I've seen other teams, and it's never the same. Welcome back to Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, AM 640. We're talking baseball, but it ain't the Cubbies. No, 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 no. We're talking beer league. We're talking the box springs. We have the cast and crew of the great, great, hilarious show, The Ninth, in studio. We have Daniel, Michael, Neil, Daryl, Manly, all in studio, all on mic. This is the first. We've got five of them kind of hooched in here to the, into the studio. <laughs> oh, yeah. by jowl. Everybody we'll talk in. over each other. <laughs> yeah, it's like a very bad episode of The View, if you kind of want to look at it. <laughs> But as we said, it's the dog days of summer. We're talking baseball. The show, the ninth, is on CBC Gem. Uh, a very behind-the-scenes look at the uh, at the baseball workings of uh, Southern Ontario baseball. Is it safe to say it's set in Toronto? Yeah, it's set in Toronto, yep. right? Yeah, um, we are in Toronto. How how difficult was that to kind of pitch them a show that is in Toronto? As most of the CBC shows are kind of uh, scattered across this great country of ours. Yeah, like a quarter of the population of this country does live within a two-hour drive of Toronto, so it isn't too hard to sell, I think. And also, we're just from here, so we got to write what we know. Like, mm-hmm. we're born and raised Toronto kids. We can't just suddenly be like, "That's eh, it's Winnipeg. We know Winnipeg. Like, this is a very, it feels like a Toronto show to me. You know? I think it does. I mean, from the humor, strictly from the humor involved, it's totally the type of kind of vibe mm-hmm. I would expect. Um, from But we've dis- discussed very much throughout the course of the show, the demographic of the cast, them all coming together. How much of that was sort of like, um, I guess, a metaphor on today's kind of style in the, in, the, in the world we live in? How much did you want that portrayed to have, I guess, uh, characters from, from different age groups, from, from different races and nationalities? Uh, you know, how, how much did that yeah. kind of play in? I think when, when Mike and I were, were coming out, conceiving the show and coming up with it, we it was really uh, about characters first. We weren't putting races or ethnicities or genders or anything on anybody. It was more just, you know, we want a person like this and a person like that. And as it developed, um, you know, we did open casting, so we didn't do necessarily gender or ethnicity-specific casting. So it was really the right actor for the for the character uh, was the one that we, we found. And, you know, we... We worked on trying to have diverse um, characters and thus reflected in the cast. And and, and, for- and and I think that works well. I mean, specifically for coming back to Toronto. I mean, it, Toronto is a very diverse, multicultural. Well, yeah, that's kind of place, yeah. right. So it it, it is it, reflective it. of of the city itself. Yeah, a lot uh, going on in this city. Cast. So it's it's represented very well within the show, whether you, it's meant to or not. Uh, from the comics and the, and, and in the actor standpoint. How much of the sports background do we actually come from? How much How much are we prying from in our personal life? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't know how many of us have actually played a lot of baseball. I played some as a kid and stuff, but I well, knew the game, I suppose. Casually, like, at, you know, playground stuff. I not, Nothing. Daryl, are you more of a cricket player or a baseball player? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. I'm a nothing player. But... Here's the thing. This is the thing with me. I I can look good playing anything. I can I can look like I know what I'm doing, but when you get down to actually performing uh, an actual play, it, it all falls apart. Spoken so like a true I, actor. I, I, yeah, exactly. So it works out well for me as an actor that I can 
you know, fake it really well. That's where the magic so- of editing kicks in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somehow I didn't know until the very first day that we were filming that I was actually on the team. <laughs> I, I thought I was just a woman upstairs in the bar and uh, the wardrobe handed me. So we're not reliving any traumatizing no. Little League experience here. No, that I was like, I'm on get it. Vengeance wow, for. they are a bad team. <laughs> I watch it, tennis. I like tennis. It <laughs> helps that we only show the last play of the game. Yeah. You know, we really only have to get them to to believe one inning, one out. Yeah, right. sl- slow motion helps too. Really yeah. kind of, <laughs> yeah. Made people yeah. look like they're running faster when you put in slow motion. And, and uh, we did. Res- I mean, we had a lot of respect for it. We had um, we had good baseball players come uh, when we were filming, and I had some of the some of the players actually show me how to do it because I really didn't want to look like. Well, I going on on your social media, I mean, you, Robbie Alomar was one of the cast or one of the. I think did he visit the center? Would you guys? Uh... We went and visit him. Yeah. in that private box up there in the Rogers Center, which was awesome. how cool was Mike that? Mike and I hung out with him. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. Super cool guy. He, he looks amazing. He smells amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a dream. So me and Dan were both born in '83, which means we were nine and ten respectively when the Jays won their World Series. So, right. Like we have those teams locked in our soul. Defining moments Defining in our lives. Defining moments. So the true baseball. Fan of the show are you too? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I Dan, so. Dan yeah. plays really good baseball. I'm just yeah, I have a, I'm I have a game tonight. You have a game tonight. I have a game tonight. Yeah, awesome. Uh, but uh, yeah, and then those of you who don't know who Roberto Alomar is, all star second baseman for uh, the Toronto. You don't know who Roberto Alomar is? Go turn off the radio. <laughs> <laughs> go, go Google something. You just you gotta cover, you gotta cover your bases. No pun intended. Um, but essentially, in in bringing this whole whole crew together and 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 the filming of this all, I mean, we're what eight episodes? Is that the full? That's right. Yeah, eight episode season. Eight episode season, uh, all available on CBC Gem. That's right. And uh, you can binge it, watch it all at once. They run about roughly twelve to thirteen minutes. Is right it? on. Yep. Twelve, 12 to 13, about, yep. 13 minutes. So to sum up the series and kind of the first season, what can what can we expect if I'm trying to sell somebody on this show? You're probably going to see yourself in the show at some point in time because the characters are so diverse that you're going to you're going to see you're going to have a moment where you go, oh man, I did that. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I, that was me once. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that, that'll happen for sure. Yeah, I mean because it's a it's a group of of very different people kind of socializing together, being kind of forced to socialize together. We've right. all been in those situations. I mean, I, I I always plug this plug it this way to people. I mean, it's a sports show that you don't need to care about sports to. Well, to that's the perfect way to kind of sell it. Yeah, so, it, it revolves around this team dynamic, but it can be related in a team dyma- dynamic from your work experience, exactly. from your friends, with your family. It it's so interchangeable. You guys have hit on something that's really really cool in taking a topic and creating an entire subtext to it that's hilarious and you know. Everybody can kind of take something from it. Lots of the characters have secrets um, that don't get Mm. revealed immediately. Um, (laughs) And so they grow through the season and you start to see. I think there's a really interesting thing between people's public persona and then who they've been in the past and how that influences them. And uh, and while it is really funny, it is also based in in real characters, as as we said. And uh, I think that's worth writing. And as edgy as it is, and it is very edgy, it pushes the envelope considerably. There, there is still, and I don't say this facetiously, there is a real heart to the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the characters, there's issues of, of loyalty, of, of caring and concern for each other, and in very bizarre, Betrayal. weird ways. But it's there. It's there at the, at the essence of the show. 
You got to respect Canadian writing, comedy writing, and a show like The Ninth really nails it home. Um, we're going to come back with uh, a final wrap-up of, uh, of The Ninth, and I want to thank them all again for coming in studio. But uh, tune in for our final segment right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Listen to Inside Jokes on 640. Oh, yeah. Now, back to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Girl, the dropkick Murphy. Tessie is the royal root is rally cry. Tessie is the tune they always sung. Tessie echoed April through October nights after serenade installed in Indian Yard. Tessie is a maiden with a sparkling eye. Oh yeah, the Dropkick Murphys, you gotta love them. The Dog Days of Summer are here, and we're talking the ninth on CBC Gem Casting Crew in studio. Um, big, big thank you to the boys here, Mr. Daniel A.M. Rosenberg and Mr. Michael Goldlist for creating such a... Get ready for the beep! Hilarious show. Um, <laughs> if you haven't checked it out, go on CBC The Gem, the ninth. Hilarious show, eight episodes in. Stream them. Where else can they find you guys on yeah, social? Yeah, you, you can check us out. We have a Facebook page, The Ninth Show. You can go on Twitter, uh, The Ninth Official. YouTube, we have, uh, you know, we're The Ninth Show, The Ninth Official. Behind the scenes clips, yeah, a lot fun of behind interviews. the scenes stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, and we're we're on Instagram, we're on all the medias, all the medias, and they can stream it on CBC Gem. That's right, That's right. CBC Gem. And if you love this show, and as much as I do, with the great humor that they, that kind of raunchy vibe that they get, uh, give them some love and support, get them in for a second season. I also want to thank the cast that's in here right now: Neil Crone, Daryl Hines, Mealy Hutton. Thank, thank you very you. much for thank coming you in. Much. Thank you. Um, anything you guys want to wrap up with kind of a favorite sort of memory of this past season filming such a nice historic kind of milestone in Canadian comedy. You guys really hit your mark with this one. I think it was just an amazing experience on set. You know, when we had all nine cooking, you know, we had some great, there's a scene uh, where they're all in the bar talking about uh, sex positions and where they've gone (laughs) in life and what the bases represent for sex. And uh, that's a great funny moment but you also learn a lot about the characters so i think that's uh check that scene and you'll get a good idea for the show perfect i mean yeah there's a, the, the puns between sexual comedy and baseball comedy and just comedy in general just you know go on and on within these episodes bases. So, yeah you gotta hit all the bases uh i want to thank everybody again for for being a part of this great episode uh catch the ninth cbc the gem thank you to the cast and crew thank you to our sponsor hakeem optical i didn't forget you i I, mentioned, I was going to mention you earlier today but uh hakeem optical your eyes can have it all yeah. at Hakeem Optical. Uh, Neil, hey, we're in some great eyewear right yeah, now. Thank you, brother. Are they I, from Hakeem? Mine do. Yeah. Oh, of course they are. Of course they are. And tune in next as we have Miss Laura Bellotta in for the Dating and Relationship Show. Uh, and catch the ninth again, as we said on CBC. Gem, tune in for our Comedy RX where you can hear the full trailer for the ninth. Thank you once again. I am producer Vince Tedesco signing off. Tune us in for next week. 
Have a great one, everyone. Love you, Cruiser. Hi, this is Alicia Carusi, and you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. This week featuring the trailer for The Ninth on CBC Gem. First is make out, second is up the shirt, third is down the pants. Hey, 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 hang on. You mean a BJ and a Handy are on the same base? This is a game of focus and concentration. You gotta live in the moment so fully that, that nothing can distract you. I see you can ask me any questions. You drop, you give me 20 right now, okay? And you can tell them about your best catch ever, herpes. I'm surrounded by losers. You put gold bond on my Gatorade. How do I look? Like a heroin addict. You, you got no balls. Thanks, nerd. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You gonna uppercut me? Shut up, Andy. Andy. Get out of here. The box break. I'm very, very drunk. Two shots of tequila. You guys want anything? Oh, my feel weird. Cement mixer, prairie fire, gorilla puke, and the boiler maker. <laughs> Reverse cowgirl, flying saucer, and pile driver. Want practice? Hold still, will you? thinking like, open. This is what it's like to be a deer. No, this is not a drug dial. You feeling it? No. No, 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 no. We should never let a boy come between us. Unless we're like tag teaming him in a threesome. Baseball isn't about winning or losing. It's how you play the game. Uh, oh, and, and then we all say, uh, amen. Oh, okay. amen. 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 All right, good game, everybody. Amen to that. <laughs>